0: Welcome to The Living Room. This week, I spoke with Daniel Spear from Struck Out. Daniel's one of my best friends, so this episode is just really fun and silly. We talked about old memories, how Struck Out came to be, and why we like the music we like. You can find Struck Out on Facebook and Bandcamp. Additionally, they have a bunch of upcoming shows. On October 9th, they're playing a show in Eureka, Irvine. On the 15th, they're playing at Beatnik Bandito in Santa Ana, and that is with Hilchill one of our former guests. And I'm happy to announce that on November 21st, so Sh- out is releasing their record what you deserve at vlhs and that's also with a bunch of friends upcoming guests and former guests so please go to one of those and get comfy and enjoy Do you want me to check my
1: mic again, or it's
0: fine?
2: No,
1: uh, you're still good. Okay, cool. <gasps> yeah, so you can just,
3: just start go? whatever. All right, this is a new song. I it was like four days ago. <sighs> Hopefully it goes well. <laughs> I don't play guitar. Really. It's okay.
2: Oh, what's the record? How many times will we give him the chance to disappointment A drunk apology, still just laughing. He's lost every friend he knew. I'm surprised it took this long. I've color remarks, my color. I'm seeing is red. Letting it go and giving up free passes. Good thing he's becoming a, good thing he's becoming a. Disappointment of oh, myself when you started shaking. A little drunk, but uniforms don't your tears. I close my eyes and I see you crumpled out of reach, I am no shell comes out. I wish I could tell I teeth I wish I could tell I teeth I wish I could tell I teeth I wish I could tell I just did teeth I wish I could tell I' teeth I wish I could tell I't see I hope it won't know you. But this unseen monolith, this white heart cake disease, excuse for making you shake it in the hearts of boys with shit smiles and looks in their eyes that make me want to hold you. But I I can't protect you and I can't protect you And I shouldn't have to hold you like that Like that No, I shouldn't have to hold you I shouldn't have to hold you, I shouldn't, have to hold you I shouldn't have to hold you like that i oh, guess Talk isn't cheap, it's worthless But I don't know what else to do So she keep playing, keep making noise It's fell it's failed, it's failed, it's, failed. it's, failed. it's, failed. it's, failed. it's
1: I like that. Oh, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> passable.
3: It's, uh, yeah, Listenable. passable. Hard pass. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, oh, man, I'm so sweaty. It's
1: okay. So how you doing today?
3: okay. Uh, I have a day off. so that's Yeah, nice.
1: so that's why this worked uh, out uh, last geez. minute. <laughs> okay, can you introduce yourself and then the band you're in?
3: My name's Daniel Spear, I'm in a band called Struck Out, a post-hardcore band, where I jump around and yell and play bass with two other people. Yes. <laughs>
1: with two other people. Yeah. Um, so this is actually, this is fun for me, because I'm like, oh, it's acoustic. When, yeah. when you were, before you came in, we're like, I don't know what he's going to do, so <laughs> this is exciting for me. But... Okay, so can you talk about like your influences and what music you like in general and the stuff that fed into Struck Out specifically?
3: Okay, well, I started listening to like punk rock, I guess when I was like 17 and I got into punk rock a really lame way, which is I listened, I read a webcomic on the internet <laughs> and they talked about Jawbreaker a lot and so I looked up Jawbreaker and that was... What, until comi-
1: what comic was it?
3: Nothing Nice to Say by okay. Mitch Clem. He does a lot of show posters yeah. and stuff like that, but it was like I was seventeen, and he kept on talking about Jawbreaker, and it was the Jawbreaker, and that was the mm-hmm. first punk band I really listened to. I mean, I'd heard of like Green Day and stuff, but I was it was like the height of American Idiot era yeah, when so I was like different. first when I was around, and I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't listen to Led Zeppelin instead, and <laughs> anything with a guitar solo, and so from Jawbreaker, I got into like a bunch of different bands and stuff like that and i guess for struck out like bomb the music industry is my favorite band but the things i take from that band are more like how he puts his albums together and how he writes his lyrics i guess
1: it's like putting a piece together
0: as a whole yeah okay
3: yeah and so i was
1: wondering i'm like
0: i know he loves bomb but i'm like i'm not sure exactly
3: i knew that if i made a band that sounded like bomb it would sound exactly like bomb yeah yeah. <laughs> and so I knew I knew that if I was going to make a band, I would have to, like, kind of not try not to sound like them, but, like, just use everything else. Okay. And then the things I would take from that band are more like my approach hmm. to the whole project. Thing. Yeah. But
1: then sonically, it's more of. It's
3: like, uh, I think it was coined as the three M's McCluskey, yes. Modest Mouse, and Me Without You. Oh, yes. Those are the three <laughs> bands that, like, if you squish their, like, my favorite albums by each of those bands together, you'd probably get struck out pretty close. To yeah. Out. Yeah. You got a text? You want to pick that up?
1: No. <laughs> it's a roommate.
2: Actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> you want to hang out?
1: <laughs> um, okay. Well, how, talk about how the band came together slash has evolved because it's been a long, arduous process. I I think I I've guess.
3: I've been writing songs since I was fourteen, and I've been writing good ones since I was twenty. It's a little joke I have. Um, <laughs> okay. I all right then. I uh, started a band. summer broke up when I was twenty with my friend Alfonso, and every other band I'd been in had like formed and just broken up and kind of just not done anything, like not even like played shows. Mm-hmm. And this band with, with Alfonso my friend uh, from high school who I'd known for, like, a long time. We wrote some songs that were really good, I thought, at the time, and then life got in the way with him. He had his own T-shirt company and stuff like that that he was working on, and, it like, we never were able to do anything, which is really, like...
1: Alfonso's busy.
3: Yeah, it was hard for me. I don't know. It was just, like, I wanted to be in a band so bad, and yeah. I was like, these are the guys... And like, you were like, this... is good. Is, he's good, yeah. and
1: now you're, like, left with, what do I
3: do so then i i started struck out i guess in 2012 this is when i met you i think so yeah i started that uh september 2012 with uh brad and josh who at the time were just sort of people who were next to me yeah
1: they were around they were around
3: <laughs> uh, i brad i was like you look like you can play guitar and he was like what <laughs> and then and then josh she he was like the look yeah, he has, like, <laughs> vans, and I was like, you look like a punk guy, and, like, Josh had, like, uh, um, he had a marching band practice pad for, like, the quad, like, things or whatever, and I was like, you look like you can play drums, and he, I was like, do you own a set? He said yes, and then, so I went to practice with Brad and Josh, and I had, like, I was like, I got a song idea, guys, and I, like, played something, I think it was, like, Polaroid or something like that, or it was, yeah. it might have been Headshot. One of my early songs, like a really like punky kind of song. And I kind of like played the whole thing on bass and like distorted bass and like kind of went like, so what do you guys, you got any idea? And Brad just kind of like looked at me like, <laughs> what, what do you want me to do? And I was like, okay, well here, play this chord <laughs> here play this cool. on your guitar. And then like Josh had never really practiced on set before. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well every fourth bar hit the cymbals and <laughs> yeah like oh, I had to like uh I had to like really like break it down I guess and sort of be like this is that was the first time I'd ever been in a band where I was calling all the shots the, the, and I, the I don't
1: band leader quote I guess unquote. yeah yeah
3: because yeah. I'd never until then I'd just been in, like bands where I was like collaborating yeah sort of like which is always organic it's nice more here.
1: natural yeah <laughs>
3: So the first few songs on on our first thing or whatever were written when Brad and Josh were in the band. Um, we played two really... Uh, one really okay show, like, at Brad's house. That was really, like... The Oceanside fu- one. Fun and nice. That was good. That, that was, was fun. a fun one. That was a good one. Um, And then one really terrible show in Santa Clarita where we drove for, like, four hours. When you're starting with music, you kind of just, like, take anything anyone gives you, mm-hmm. even if it's a horrible idea. Because you're, like because cause, cause you're like no, nobody'll, <laughs> nobody'll notice me. No one will <laughs> see where I am. So you go and you play in a venue that's like four hours away from where you're at, and uh, play like before a ska band and a reggae band that are both kind of like goofy and silly, and were like there was there was it was a really terrible show.
1: Was that the one where like there was the one guy? Yeah, there was,
3: was the, so there was forty people in the venue. And then, like, when we got on stage, everybody went outside. Yeah. And then good. there was, like, five guys in there. And, like, three of them were, like, talking. One of them was texting. And there was, like, one guy paying attention. And I was, he was, like, actually looking. And I was, like, what's your name? And he goes, Dylan. And I was, like, this one's for you, Dylan. <laughs> and so I played in front of them. And um, it went really bad. And then, like, we, got, like, we didn't even play all our songs. I think we had, like, five or six songs mm-hmm. back then. Um, that's like the third song or something like that. I don't know how many songs we played, but like the sound guy goes up to Brad and I see they're talking. And then Brad, he goes like this, he like does the cutthroat, like you're done kind of thing. And Brad goes to me and he's like, he says we're done. (laughs) And Brad, like the look on Brad's face is almost like he's like been given like an award or something. He's like, oh, thank God, (laughs) (laughs) like we can stop. And that's where I kind of knew like my mentality on like doing things with music, I guess, is kind of different because I was just like, like, I'll play no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's, like, awful. Like, well, you I'll love just, it. I want to play. I guess, but, like, part of me is, like, at what cost? Like, what's wrong with me? Because like, <laughs> Brad was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get, like, he was so, like, ready to go. And that was, like, kind of, I don't know. Well, that's just a different I'll,
1: way of, like, approaching art, I guess. Yeah. Just because that's what you want to do. It, was, it wasn't what Brad wanted,
3: wanted yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Brad left. Yeah. Brad, <laughs> Brad left. <laughs> and jo- uh, Brad left, and then like Josh, Josh left like a week later. And I was like, at the time, I was very like, oh no, I gotta fucking, I've, I have to be in a band. Like I yeah. don't know what else. I put on my cards and like, like I was like, I'm, I'm getting older, and I still haven't been in a band that like plays shows. I just that's all I wanted. I wanted to be in a band that played shows, and was like thought about well <laughs> <laughs> in the scene or whatever in air quotes the scene. And uh so I went to my friend Marcus who had been in a prog rock band when I was a s- sophomore in college. And Marcus, Was it really that recently? Sophomore. You were, oh. I was a yeah. that was a f- I was uh that was 2010.
1: I thought Marcus was your high, one of your high school friends for some reason.
3: No, he's not. I only met Marcus... I oh,
1: put, yeah, he was...
3: Marcus I met because um, I put up a sign around campus that said I want to be in a goddamn band. Yes, yes. In all caps. And, and it he said, I mean, answered the in, ad. In parentheses, <laughs> I wrote, I play bass. <laughs> and he was the guy that answered the ad that wasn't weird, and... Um, I was in his band for a little while. And I was like, it's like every other band i have been in before Struck Out, which it was like, I was like, let's play a show. Let's go this. And then him and the other guy were kind of like, ah, this isn't really that. We're Mm kind of like doing this or whatever. And I was like, why would you ever form a band that you're not going to try and just have people come and share with you? Mm -hmm. Um, I asked Marcus, and I was like, you play guitar well. And I, this is like the 19th time I've tried to make a band happen. And so I need you to like just, so I can have something recorded, like something recorded. And like, it'd be great if you could help me with that. And he was like, okay. And drummer-wise, I found uh, James in the dining hall. Uh, He was a metalhead drummer, and I'd heard that he played James. I used to work at dining hall on campus at Cal State Long Beach, and he was like... I knew that he played drums, and so I went up to him, and I was like, you should join my punk band, and Stroke the first punk band he's ever been in. Yeah. Um, oh, so I James. played with Marcus for a little while. It's a long story, I'm realizing. Yeah, it's fine. I put, I, <laughs> it's not, I don't know how interesting it is. I played with Marcus for a little while, and it was very, that, was that summer, I guess of 2013, and then we, Marcus put up a Craigslist ad. A couple, a couple people answered it. One of those people was Ian and then with Ian, I'd been working. He was in the band from, I guess, summer of 2013 to like last December. So yeah. December of 2014. And then Ian's like, life got in the way and he's sort of like not. Nah, it just wasn't something he wanted to do anymore. Mm-hmm. But this whole album that we've written, I wrote with him. And yeah. he's very responsible for how it sounds and a lot of the sound, uh, a lot of the stuff on there. James stuck around. Um, <laughs> most recently. Like, as I think, like, two or three weeks ago. We had Garrett from a band called Fugue uh, fill in for a while, and he's a tremendous guitar player, and his band's really good. Um, but Garrett was like, you should find somebody else, because I don't, like, I have my own thing. Yeah. Like, I want to spend time doing that. Like, I'll help you guys play shows if you have, like, an important show coming out. But, but I, I
1: can't commit to this long term. Yeah,
3: he was like, I don't want to, this isn't mine, kind of. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, it's like, he's got his own baby that he's mm-hmm. working on. And so I hit up Josue, who I think you talked to yesterday or something like that, didn't you?
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. S- he's coming in
3: oh, he has later to come in today. Yet. Oh, okay. Josue, I, <laughs> I talked to um, It's funny, we played a show at Bridgetown and La Puente.
1: Yeah. That, I um, had Mike just came in and we talked about that show. Well, we played, it was a
3: really funny show because. <laughs> It's funny now. It's never funny. It's funny,
1: definitely in hindsight, but in, well, never when it happens, you're like, oh. when it
3: happens and you like if you are your band that's like played three shows ever yeah. or whatever, like maybe ten. I we played maybe.
1: It was a handful. Play. Like it was a handful. Eight shows at that I'd time. I went to your. I went to your shitty maybe chain ten. reaction show. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh god, that was bad. All of them were bad. Well, early I, days. I always give a hundred and ten percent, but <laughs> whether or not the show was good is it remains to be said. Like. I don't know. We played uh so we were booked at Bridgetown booked makes it sound official. Um, there's nothing official <laughs> about it because we showed up and there was a band from Fresno and uh Mike San Juan and King Satan and us and um
1: He never came to the The guy, guy
3: the, the, the guy the to who was supposed to be the key holder for that night, like never went. Yeah. He never showed up. No one Else came no up one for else the show. Came either, so. It wasn't like it was a packed house pounding on the door, but it was fucking like, it was at that you know when you're when you play only a handful of shows, you're like it's like oh nobody likes me yeah. like it's very like it yeah, was
1: funny because Mike said yeah. that that he was actually kind of relieved when like it ended up happening because he's like yeah just it was just a lot of. Calm me down. Oh, like, really? like, I didn't have to play that in front of people. And I'm like, okay. That's so funny. That's fine. <laughs> that's all, that's all I want. Yeah. Is like, I
3: would like, I'd play the, like, three, uh, texting mess heads. Like, yeah. I like, it doesn't matter who's in front of me. It's bad. I don't know. I, uh, but we played in the, uh, but that's how I met Josue. Yeah. Because he, pl- he played, uh, and his now... acoustic set. And now, here
1: we are. He's well, now I hit kinda... him up. Yeah, he's,
3: he's in Struck Out now, pretty much, like. He could. He was great. Like he could learn all the songs pretty much. I'm
1: glad it came together. It
3: was really nice. He could play all almost all of them by ear, and like really. Yeah, I mean well, a lot of them. That's good. Like almost by ear, and then like, there was like only a couple things I had to say. Like there was mm-hmm. stuff that, like you know with other people at, that we'd audition or try audition makes it sound official. Had people like, try out for the band or whatever, and they all like kind of couldn't keep up in certain ways, or like their tone was bad yeah. or like it, was just, not the, it just wasn't it the wasn't, right fit. Yeah, it like wasn't I could there's every it. I think everybody that I'd play with I could have started a band with, but I couldn't have made continued this band with. Yeah. Um and It Hose- would have been something different. Yeah.
1: Not struck out necessarily.
3: Yeah. They couldn't match the tone of the other songs or they couldn't play the actual other songs. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. Like it was one or the other. Yeah. One. And is the first person who can like match the tone exactly and like play the exact notes. And then also like like that day he had, uh, like played with us. The first time he played with mm-hmm. us, I busted out like two newer songs that I was like, and "Well, here's something I've written." And he already had ideas for them, and it already uh, sounded like good. Wonderful. It was good. <laughs> it was a really nice experience. Yeah. It's a honeymoon stage again. That or whatever. makes me happy for you, dude. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what'll happen when he leaves. When I- oh. <laughs> <for> <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Just I was, be in the present. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. I know. <laughs> Uh, every, every, you know what I tell you it's fine it's fine it's every, every guitar player leaves struck out that so is no the tradition i don't i guess it's uh. like a, it's like one in one album and then you're out <laughs>
1: yeah
3: that's not i hope that doesn't sound like i have any animosity towards any of those people they've all done me tremendous favors oh yeah and have been really good to me it's just funny to me like you're writing a How project happened? and you know, yeah and have like it's always sort of felt like no matter what I'm doing, it's like mine. Mm-hmm. Even though James is like really staying on board, it's mm-hmm. still like mine. Kind of. You
1: write the lyrics, I guess. I don't know. I write the lyrics. I and write... also spearhead everything. Spearhead. Oh! <laughs> My last name.
3: <laughs> no, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I write the, I write the lyrics. The songs all kind of start with me, um, but then everybody yeah. messes around with them, and they become sort of ours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well, can you play another thing? I guess
3: so. you wanted me to play three other ones. You want you want me to play two right now? No, just play one. I'll oh, just play one? Yeah.
1: Okay. Does this mean Chemicals is coming back?
3: <laughs> Dude, he uh that's the hardest one. I know. That's the hardest one on the album. This I is know. there's a song called Chemicals that's the hardest song on the album. Um well, so I can play most of it. Um, but it is—it's the one. Everything else, like we kind of do one thing for a while, and then yeah. we kind of do another thing for a while. This is the first one where he's like had to like sit down Has and to, really, like think figure about
1: what it. Uh, what he's gonna do. That's specific to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah,
3: and it's very like he's getting it. Like that's he's fair. the guy went to Musician Institute, which I didn't know, and he's like pretty. He's got it. Good. <laughs> I don't know, man.
1: Double finger guns. He's got it. Well, they're
3: yeah. I mean, none of our songs are like math rock or anything, but they are like not. They're like medium, they're like hard on Guitar Hero, yeah. you know, they're not expert, but they're hard, <laughs> I guess. If we had to rank it. Yeah, I've had to rank it. And that's all, that that whole line and Chemicals, that's all Ian, like he mm-hmm. wrote most of that. I wrote the like s- structure of it, yeah. basically. And then he wrote the, everything on top of it, which is like hard to write a riff on mm-hmm. top of something like that. Anyway. I'm going Play a song called Polaroid of a Punchbowl, cause I didn't know I was supposed to play four songs. <laughs> so, so this is fine. I'll play this one. This is probably this is like one of the first songs yeah, I really struck out. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Something to you, if you tear apart where I've been living, look for pieces of me, make sure you burn the city down, so we don't have to talk, can't look you in the eye, feel like a kid admitting defeat, bet you make a lot of people feel like that. Predictable. Not a voice, so searching scared and anxious Why bother? This is just apathy, Pretending to be something I'm ashamed Can I choose? To feel alright, feel alright All together Making me really sick of mouth? My body wants to feel again Give me a thought that isn't anxious or self-effacing Do you trust your friends? Do you trust them? Do you trust your friends? Do you trust them? Do you trust them? Cross-level friendships. Yeah, I'm spending time with people who don't think about me anymore. I slip into whatever's comfortable and easy. These two weeks are gonna feel strange. Lock it out Lock it out Lock it out to keep moving Lock it, it, it out, lock it out, lock it out
3: I feel so uninteresting right now. <laughs> I feel like this isn't up to podcast standards. Like, it's for fine. Is it though, man? It's fine. Gotta bring the heat.
1: I, see, with everyone else, I had like a full page of notes. Really? But like, you're my best friend, so I'm like, we
3: can just... You just talk. Talk. Just hang out. <laughs> it's fine. Just around. Yeah, so... I feel weird talking about myself so much. Really? Yeah, I'd also love it. You know, yeah, I was gonna the,
1: say, s- d- do you... <laughs> Have you met? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, how about like your writing process? Because you say you start with the songs, and then you bring them to whoever else, and then they add stuff. Yeah. And then that resulted in the album you have. So. That's
3: pretty much it. I don't know. I mean, I'll usually write something on like bass. Uh, There's a couple songs I've written on guitar uh, with my Telecaster. Um, but most of them are written on bass and they sort of have like just a chord structure like laid out. And I'll have an idea in mind for what type of guitar I want on it. I'm like I want something dissonant here. I want something heavy here, I want this has to be quiet, it has to come down here. And same with drums, like sometimes I'll have like a specific beat in mind, like I'll have a very specific I'm like whatever you do has to have accents right here and here and here. Yeah. But everything else you can fill in the blanks or whatever. Or like James will do something or Ian or Josue will do something and I'll be like, don't do that. That's not for what this Then the other thing that happens is like, well, when I wrote the album with Ian or whatever, he'd be like, I think this should be this long. Or I think you got to Like KMF uh, originally was longer. Like I wrote that and kind of had like, it kind of drone out of like another verse and another chorus where it just kind of like happened longer. And then Ian was like, just cut that out. Like make it go like right into you singing.
1: So like your approach for the song varies, like, like you think about the length beforehand and like,
3: yeah, I guess, Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends. It all depends. Like I, I, my responsibility in the band is sort of like, I guess the, just the layout, the spark or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like that to be mine. Like I'd like that to be mine. It's very important to me to have that. Everybody else is, like, we kind of build on that. And as long as I can sort of push it the way I want it to go, then I'm happy, you know? Um, I think anything I make can always be improved by other people. Mm. Like, uh, it just, it allows you to become a fan of your own work. Yeah. Because
1: like there's different things that weren't, that, like, kind of, are, they're exciting to you because they're not yeah. yours. Yeah, they're not yeah. mine. <laughs>
3: it allows you, you, like, like your song more because someone else made it their song. Yeah. You know, they made it better. Um a lot of like a lot of this album is all like if there's a pie chart it'd be like pretty split between me and ian mm-hmm. like and you know and james is a songwriter too but like in this regard i think in the band like structurally like it's we're the melody instruments that we want to play stuff we want to play so we usually are in charge of like the melody or yeah. whatever what the lead is and a lot of the album is is while while I started everything and while I wrote all the lyrics, a lot of it is Ian. Like yeah. he's very much made his mark on this album, yeah. and I sort of had like you know. There's certain songs where I can tell you like I'm like oh that was me or like oh that was Ian or whatever and he had to he wanted to do a loud thing here but there's a lot of it, it's like. I'm like. My notes will be like, whatever you do here, it has to be loud, and it has to cut out right here. Like, there mm-hmm. has to be cut out. Like, that's usually what my notes are. Or I'll be like, and they'll do something, and I'll be like, okay, that was too, like, noodley. Like, that was too, I wanted more, like, chords there, and they'll yeah. do something. I'll be like, okay, that was more in the realm of what I'm thinking of. Um, I need it to be, like, echoey. Or sometimes it's just like, he'll they'll play something, and I'll be like, oh, that, exactly that. How yeah. did you know? That's better than whatever I was going to say. <laughs> like...
1: I'm just putting it... Puzzle piecing it together. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you're just sort of... And you don't want to, like... I feel like music majory people get in the habit of, like, stacking, which is sort of like when you just, like, keep Frankensteining a song, and that's how you keep, like, doing it. You'll, like, start as a jam, and you'll be like, it would be cool if we did 5-4 here. Or, like, it would be cool if we did 6-8. And there's sometimes where it's, like, kind of just happens that you Mm -hmm. change time signatures or something funky like that. But, like... Like, I don't do that unless it, like, fits in with the flow of the song. If I want, if, like, understanding that, like, making something complicated, not for the sake of being complicated. Like, we're yeah. not, we're not Rush or anything like that. Like, we're not any, we're not any sort of prog band. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I like. You're just
1: doing what sounds good to you. Yeah.
3: And I'll, I always kind of wanted to be punk. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter what, like, no matter what, like, it's at least a little punk, like, it's got to keep that sort of, like dirt to it mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. always been my leaning yeah okay. yeah uh i
1: don't know want to talk about like the songs at all like because i think that stuff's interesting yeah because as someone who knows you i'm like oh that one's about his parents huh uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> i don't know i uh it's uh or you can
1: talk about like how your relationship with music has changed from moving from san diego to here and like me being in a band well
3: San Diego let's see I moved for college so when I was 18 I went to one DIY show before I went to college
1: really? Like,
3: yeah I didn't start listening to punk till I was 17 oh yeah like, yeah really like, I, 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 I listen to Punk at 17.
1: Yeah, you're listening
3: to U2. No, well, when I, was, I was listening to U2 when I was 14. I was the first band I would listened yeah. to. I got a best-of CD because it said it's the best right there. So obviously. Like, Why would you buy an album? <laughs> it says the best right there. I'm not going to waste my time. You, def, yeah. you know? What I, <laughs> I never bought an album before, and so I, I sort of, like, now I feel like I have to explain the whole U two thing because I don't like that band anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. Well, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Verdict.
3: Well, the two things on I I remember very consciously in eighth grade thinking like I'm gonna start listening to music. Like yeah. I was like I haven't listened to music and I remember what it was. It was I was on the eighth grade East Coast trip, and I saw this girl with like eyeliner and like mm-hmm. hair and like a tie in the day and wearing <laughs> black clothes and Converse and I was like what's going on there <laughs> and uh my friend andrew andrew hernandez who uh, he worked he used to work at disneyland i haven't seen him in a long time long fucking time uh he was like uh oh yeah she's emo and i was like what? what's emo what's that? and she was it's like new. oh you know like uh like emotional i was like yeah that does that explains nothing. There's <laughs> like, very know little is. to explain So why the is she dressing of, like that? Yeah. It was like he's like it's like it's like Green Day and I was like, "Oh, it's like Green Day. Okay, got it." <laughs> like I could compartmentalize per- it and I was like, "I don't really know what-. I was like, "Got it." And I didn't really he's like, "I don't know what Green Day is." Like yeah. he said it's like Green Day. I was like, "Oh, it's probably a band." I didn't listen to any music. I didn't listen to anything. I read comic books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, um, I remember that summer later on I remember thinking about it. I was like, I heard Green Day and You Two on the on the fucking ipod commercial because that was really? all it was playing yeah it was it vertigo was vertigo Amazing. yeah no vertigo <laughs> from by youtube was playing and so was fucking american idiot like mm. those were inescapable in 2004
1: oh yeah i remember it was there
2: it was we fucking, were all there. it was
3: everywhere <laughs> and it was like those if you've never listened to music you would think like those are my two options <laughs> you're like that's what's here yeah so i was like all right well i don't like green day that sounds really whiny it sounds like really whiny and at the time I was like, if something is complex, that means it's better.
1: Okay, wait, that's actually the whiny thing? Yeah. That is why I didn't get into, like,
3: punk, or punk
1: for the longest time. And it was because, like, I was like, this doesn't sound good. Yeah. And then it was because of you that I'm like, oh, there's other things. Well, it's part, <laughs>
3: it's part of you because you're, like, you're very early presented with the idea of punk and you not really presented it with it, like, necessarily, like, air quotes correctly. You yeah. know, there's no, I didn't have an older brother. My older brother listened to, like, I have an older brother, but yeah, he yeah, didn't have one that listened to like music that was like hip or whatever. Yeah. He listened to like he listened to Daft Punk, but he also listened to like like the Transformers soundtrack and like mm-hmm. a bunch of like soundtracks, which is just like it's fine. Like you could listen to that, yeah. but it's like none of it's a band. Like he yeah. didn't listen to bands like at all, um, and so it was a lot of anime soundtracks actually, <laughs> um, and so I didn't have like anybody to guide me in my exploration into music. Like, my dad listened to music, but all of his records got sold in college, so I didn't have anything, like, to connect to that way until, like, so I I went into the store, and I was like, what's, what did they have at U2? And it was like, how to dismantle an atomic bomb. And that had the song Vertigo on it, so, but Mm. I was like, I only had, like, ten bucks. And so I, I was like, like, well, that's not well. the not best finished. of is on sale. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it says the best. Why would you waste your time? Like the logic of an eighth yeah. grader. Like, why would you waste your time with something that didn't say best? It's already pre-approved. And why would they <laughs> give me anything else? So I bought the U2 CD and um, paid the lady. And I was like, you know, when you first start buying music or whatever, or owning or listening to music, like, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So the first album is, like, you... I probably listened to that album more than I've ever listened to any other piece of music. Yeah. <laughs> like, the U2... Even though I, I don't... I can't stand U2 now. Like, I could tell... Like, I memorized that song. Like, I could yeah. probably... If, if
1: it played, you'd be if like... If I played, oh, I know, I know exactly what like the song yeah. is. Yeah,
3: I know exactly all the lyrics of the Best Of compilation of yeah. U2. <laughs> From 1980 to now. In order,
1: because that order stays, like, yeah. in your Yeah, your you're like, somewhere.
3: this is what's supposed to be next. And, um... So, yeah. while I don't like U2 anymore, like, I feel like whatever music you first started listening to, like, some, even if you don't connect to that music anymore, so that becomes the nuggety center of your being. Yeah. So, when I listen to a new song or whatever, or, like, I'm writing something or I listen to music, I'm like, oh, I really like that. It's got, like, booming drums and, like, a really cool guitar sound and the vocals are really, like, uh, you know in the forefront, and I was like, why do I like that? I was like, oh, that's exactly what U2 is. (laughs) Even though I hate U2 now, that nougatty center of like, looking for that in music, is like there. So like, and I think that's, I want to, I'd like to think that's true with everybody, like that's always, Rude is going to be in there. I would agree. And then I listened to a buttload of classic rock, and a buttload of like, 80s hair metal, and I was like, I, I got to the point where I like, I was 15, and I was like, well, I should listen to something closer to my time because this is all my dad's music and Mm -hmm. it's all, like, just not mine. Like, it doesn't feel like I can affect it. Yeah. So, like, I could have, like, looked on it. I was, like, looking up best of lists and stuff like that and people. And Radiohead, honestly, there was a person on the internet who I followed their art. um, And she drew, like this painting of tom york and i was like wow if it can make her feel something like that maybe i should maybe maybe me too (laughs) and i listened to flake plastic trees on youtube and i was like that kind of sounds like pink floyd (laughs) which was my only touchstone back then And then I listened to the bands a lot, and I didn't get it the first two times, and I listened to it again, and I was like, whoa, what's happening?
2: Well, that
1: happens. Yeah, You did that for me with, like, a lot of (laughs) stuff. And me without you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't like this, and now...
3: And now you like it. And it's, like, it's a big, you know... Yeah. That becomes a big influence. Even though, like, like Radiohead is, like, I still enjoy them, but they're not as huge on Mm -hmm. my, like, head, because it's, like... Part of it, like that music's gonna be tied to me being fifteen. Yeah. You know, and that's so. just a different person. Yeah, so. but it's still like it's still like, they're Radiohead. Like yeah. everybody likes so. yeah. <laughs> them. <laughs> they're great. They're undeniable.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. Well.
3: I don't know where was I
2: going. I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> let me
1: let me go on record because I've told you this before. Yeah. But like I attribute much of like who I am now yeah. to meeting you.
3: I attribute friendship. it to every day I wake up and I go I made Karina. It's yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if I did that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would
1: make all the robot jokes. It make yeah. sense. It would make sense.
3: This podcast is not gonna be good for anybody but our friends. <laughs> it's
1: fine. <laughs> Can you play another something else? Another thing.
3: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this one's gonna be on the album, but we. Had, um, we had a song called To Us on the album. We still have it, but it the first half which I liked, but I also could also see James and Ian did not care for it. And um they never cared for it, and I always like I never like addressed that, I guess. I was yeah. just kind of like, well, I kind of want it there cuz uh, I have a song called Chemicals on it. and it's about my brother and it's about sort of feeling bad about how I treated him in high school. He has he has AS. Asperger's, and I was, like, at the time dealing with that, I didn't deal with that fantastically. I did a lot of things I regret. Um, And it's also, like, it mentions my parents, and not knowing that he has Asperger's, and sort of, like, that would get into a lot of, like, just sort of, like, parental, growing up stuff Mm -hmm. that I'm sure, like, every family goes through. In
1: different ways. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it was hard for a time, but now it's way better. Um, But it's i wrote that song and that's sort of like every every family goes through that but not everybody has somebody who writes a song about it and like sings about it to people and um so i wrote another song that i was gonna like with the intention of putting it after the album to be like you're great parents
1: yeah
3: you're really good overall like
1: yeah i understand like how fortunate i am
3: and then (laughs) we got to the point so the first half of that song was completely different than the way it's going to sound on the album. Because the first half of that song was very, like, I wanted it to kind of be, like, Fitter Happier by Radiohead or, like, uh, kind of like Gals Quarry. Like, just very, like, open, and boat, kind of, like, mm. weird ambient kind of stuff. Um, and James and Ian didn't really, like, care for it. And I also, like, understand their criticism. They're probably right. Like, it, it slowed down the album and, it, like, fucked up the pacing. And they were ready to cut it. And I was like, please don't cut it. And, like, they sent this text post. And that day, like, after reading it, like, I, like, woke up early and, like, panicked. And I wrote the first half of this song, Mm. like, on acoustic guitar and recorded on my cell phone. And I was like, can we just, like, put this at the first half of this song and, like, replace the original first half, which was this long, meandering thing. Because I need to have a song where I'd say, hey, mom, dad, you're really good. And you're fantastic parents. And that other song, while airing sort of like how I felt at the time, is not an an attack against you. And also, like, I'm very appreciative of you as parents. Like, you're fantastic. Like, I'm very fortunate to have you. And I was like, I can't not have that song on the record. I can't. Yeah. I was like, freaking out, dude. (laughs) And so I wrote this song to be like, here. To us. (laughs) Yeah. to, To parents. To my brother. To everybody. To... I'm gonna see how it goes.
2: Now you know you're better than that, all. No. Yeah, you did the best you could. Yeah, you did the best you could. No, you did the best you could. No, you're better than that, huh? No. Yeah, life's not that bad. Oh, when you think about it, I mean it's pretty fucking bad, but it's not that bad. Yeah, life's not that bad. Oh, when you think about it, I mean it's fucking bad, but it's not that bad, right? Right?
3: <laughs> it's probably better. I don't want to admit it because I'm like, oh, I wrote <laughs> all my songs are perfect, but they're they're probably right.
1: <laughs> okay, well, we have limited time. I was gonna talk about how like you kind of in very recently figured out what you wanted to do. From, from now, from the conversation with your uncle or whatever. My,
3: uh, my step code. But we don't have time. Step code. We don't have time. So can we, we, can't we Pete Holmes it and make
2: it like a four Pete hour? We can't Pete
1: Holmes Why it. not?
3: <laughs> this is a school project.
1: We're just going to do the, the fun question, which is.
3: Okay.
1: Like your favorite like show memory or like the best show you played or like the weirdest show you played or just like in general. Cause a lot's different now than it was at the beginning. That's cool. Or just, like, stuff related to...
3: The best show I went to? The
1: friends we have now. Or, yeah, whatever you want to say.
3: I mean, the most fun I've ever had on stage is probably, honestly... I really like playing in San Francisco for the first time. Because there was something the tour. about, like, being... Yeah, the, the one tour we did. Yeah. The one weekend tour. Which is, like, a, small. But it was a big deal for me. Because I was out there on my own, kind of. Like, I... Not on my own in that I was alone. But on my own in that I was... I decided to plan this tour and like I had friends help me plan it mm-hmm. but I was like it was very much me going out and deciding I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna play a show here and like I'm gonna be in this place that wasn't like a school trip or like <laughs> I think my parents planned or like yeah because even even college like I felt like I was kind of like oh I'm gonna go to Long Beach because that's the university I should go to mm-hmm. you know and this is like being out in San Francisco I was just like I'm, I'm I felt like
1: this is actually yours. Yeah, it's mine.
3: Like, I just, I carved it out, and I decided to go there, and nobody told me to go there. Mm-hmm. I decided to go there, you know? And it was really cool playing a show there and having people show up yeah. and, like, having, like, and playing it and doing a really good job. Um, the other favorite show I had was, uh, we did a Modest Mouse cover set with Hillary Chilton, and that was just, like, it was just dicking around, like, honestly. Yeah. like It was a fun time. dicking around. <laughs> It was a lot of effort spent on dicking around. Like, we fucking drove, they, the, they... drove the uplands <laughs> so many times. But it was, like, for the outcome of it, it was such a great high of just, like, allowing me to be the front man for Modest mouths. It,
2: mm-hmm. it
3: was really fun. I got to be, like, jump around and stuff, and everybody sing along, and it was, like, it was good. It felt good.
1: They list that as one of their favorite shows, too. Really? Yeah.
3: It was a good show. It was fun. Yeah. It was very fun. It was insane. I've never... I was like, why don't I just play covers all the time? That's fucking <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. laughs>
1: I want to feel like this all the time. Yeah, every, Everybody knows the songs already.
3: <laughs> why bother writing songs? If yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the last show with Marcus was really fun. That was very humble. But that was a really good show. And that was, was just friends. That was,
1: yeah, was, that was the just friends one. Where, um, so I remember cool. it was cool because like, I was, like, one of the first times, like, everyone did, like, the clapping thing yeah. for your song. I was like, this is a magical moment for yeah. everyone here.
3: Yeah. That was good. That was a, I mean, that was a great show. That's weird. It's like... Broke your bass string. I broke three of them. Well, I broke one string, and then I broke the rest of them. I just sort of More tore them out. <laughs> well, I was just like... She's like, well, this is a thing. I was, I was... Dude, my bass. I need a new bass guitar. I need new equipment, period. I've had the same equipment. It's like... It's fine, but if you stick a microphone in front of it, it sounds like butt. (laughs) And I was like, that's not good. I don't know. And everybody's like, just do DI with bass. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to have a real tone. But then I don't know what I'm talking about. Because what I really want is the sounds inside my head. Yeah. For them to be perfectly translated onto a recording. Which I can't do that until Mm -hmm. I get better equipment. Anyway, it's not important. It's not interesting.
1: (laughs) It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's all fine. Okay, well, maybe we'll bring you back in, like, half a year or something. Because yeah. I can just talk to you forever. But
3: yeah. it's long. Like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about.
1: Where, where can people find your music?
3: I think it's a uh, struckoutmusic.bandcap.com. Oh, a little trouble there. <laughs> it could be something else. I don't it's, know.
1: That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is, you know? Yeah, okay. you know, I, I, I know. know.
3: <laughs> that's good. <Check> out band... <laughs> Sure got music. <laughs> sure got music. Um, It's on there. We're going to put out an album at some point. Uh, so
1: soon. I think.
3: Yeah, mastering is right around yeah. the corner. So that's cool. That means it's pretty much it's done. It's going to
1: be good, guys. I, I uh, genuinely like this band.
3: I enjoy it. I remember I was talking with uh, Garrett from Fugue about it, and we're both in the same boat. We both have two albums. like Each of us has an album that we're very proud of, and I've heard his album, and it's fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's like... <laughs> You finally have some, especially when you're working hard and you really have like this sort of like, not like, your vision is, it's hard not to not sound like your head's up your ass when you're talking about music, but it's like vision is kind of like the only way to describe it. Like I had yeah. this sort of vision of like making a really good record with all the stuff I like on it. And I finally like, with the help of so many people, like made it, mm-hmm. like made a record. That Something
1: like, you're actually like proud, proud
3: of. And now yeah. I'm like, and then I had like writer's block for like four months or five months after that. And I was just like, well, you want me to write more? What? Like, like that's exactly it. those What's are next? those were Garrett's exact words. Which is like, I'm supposed to write more songs. I'm yeah. done. I wrote the album. It's over. It's the yeah. goal is accomplished. But now I'm like, I'm past that. Now I'm at the point where I'm writing new songs, and it's like it feels like a step forward, and not like anything fake. But it was hard for a few months. Well, I was pulling out my hair, dude. I couldn't I figure out.
1: I saw it happen. I couldn't
3: figure <laughs> out. There. I'm losing my hair already, so it was fucking brutal, man. <laughs> It's I couldn't figure out how to write another song like that wasn't um, just the same thing yeah. or it wasn't like so different that I'm doing like an impression of somebody yeah. else or like
1: something that felt like yeah I was
3: I had all these like weird ideas and I guess it was good for like to because the one thing I did was never stop writing yeah which I wanted to do so many times but it's like I wanted I I, I had like weird ideas like I was like okay no guitar pedals. We'll what can I do out. to make it? Yeah, or like, a or, thing. or or I'll yeah. do this thing over here where it's all like weird. I'll just make it as complicated as I can, and I was like, I don't enjoy this. Yeah. Or like, well, we'll just jam, and then we'd write these jams, and I'd just be like, this sounds like butt. Like I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. right.
1: Well, thanks for coming. You're mm-hmm. talking to me. Of course. Uh, close this out. Oh, you want thing. another one? Yeah.
3: Better play the smash hit.
1: Though. The smash hit. <laughs> The catchy one. The catchy one.
3: I didn't want to play. I, I, I was like, I'm gonna work out two other songs. So, so that like, it's new. So that I don't have to play these other. Sorry. Songs.
1: It's okay. I didn't prep you.
3: Let me tune. Holy, real quick.
1: I like Kemp a lot though. So. Yeah. Yay me! I mean, yeah. Of course I like it. I did that stupid music video
3: thing. I thought it was a cute video. I thought it. Thank
1: fit you. In.
3: What am I? Hitting? Is it not? It's. <laughs> it's fine. That's a different conversation. Were <laughs> you having a rough time too, Karina? This is prime radio. You can edit this, can't you?
1: Yeah, we usually yeah. don't,
3: though. Why would you not edit a tuning guitar? <laughs> That's a fucking awful thing to do.
1: Me, 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 me. If this goes on for a long
3: time Did anybody probably... do vocal warm-ups? I wanna no, 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 I no. wanna hear that. do me There was this fucking uh, I wanna talk about it, but we're running out of time. There was this we me and the... me and the. me and the. Luke uh Lewis, we went to the like at Cal State once we used to have the Carpenter Center and they do like the talent show or whatever. Mm. Uh, like bands. And a lot of it's like music majors. And music majors, um, and people who, like, like albums are different people. Yeah. So, like, musicians that are professional, very little crossover. If you do get crossover, you get somebody like St. Vincent or, like, Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. And yeah. it's, like, awesome. But if you don't get crossover, you get people who really like Disney soundtracks. So, we watched this band. And I don't remember what they're called. But uh, <laughs> they were just, like, uh, they were, like, can we get a mic check? And, you know, a mic check. Yes. Check one, check two, <laughs> or blah, 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 blah. They were, like... All right, and then they snapped into a song, and it was "Crazy Stupid Love," "Crazy Stupid Love," and it was like so, like, um, and they're like, uh, "One more mic check," and they're like, "Okay," and it goes like. La 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 Like it does like a perfect like pitch scale, you know, and up down, and they like have this stupid like plastic smiles on their faces, and then we were making fun of them so hard outside because those guys are professional, like they study music, you know, yeah. and I, and it's like it's to me it's like it's all for naught because I felt nothing and I thought it was funny, because it's just like my, my lewis made fun of it. He was like, yeah, they were like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. It was so ah oh, bad. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with anything, but I just thought like, it would be funny if somebody was like doing vocal
2: warm-ups. <laughs> For a no,
3: I thought I just got to...
1: <sighs> really center myself.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. This might stop and start over and over again.
2: I want to write smaller songs, I want you to like me, but I don't write smaller songs, I don't write smaller songs, why does every dream popper sound the same to me, are they afraid, oh, in the Rock a pitch shift, reverb and drum machine It's harmless, it will always be It's just too little for me Write a song, squander your soul I see you in me I don't like me Oh God, I should get over this Oh God, I should get over a really cool guitar solo part here. With a guitar, I wanna kill every motherfucker with a guitar. Only me, only me, only me, only me, only me, only me. I wanna kill every motherfucker with a guitar. I wanna kill every motherfucker with a guitar. Only me, only me, only me.
3: in this band it's oh cool. yeah no, it's cool. <laughs> I didn't practice that at all so it's cool frankly yeah <laughs> you should pay me <laughs> it was uh, so bad that was a train wreck it's okay
0: thank you for listening to The Living Room this week our guest was Struck Out their music can be found online at struckoutmusic.bandcamp.com the Living Room was created, recorded, and produced by Lucas Cathy and Karina Taylor. All art associated with The Living Room was created by Karina Taylor. We can be found online at facebook.com slash The Room Podcast, and you can listen to everything at our soundcloud.com slash The Living Room Podcast. If you would like to chat with us, email Podcast at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Henry Haycraft for letting us record in her home, our neighbors for not complaining about us, and you for listening.